listening to Pet Candy. This show is brought to you by Brave Paws Anxiety and Stress Support Chewables for Dogs, Thunderstorms, Vet Visits, Fireworks, Separation Anxiety, and more. Every day can be a Brave Paws day. Check out mybravepaws.com. This is the sound check. Clay, would you say something obnoxious, please? Oh, yeah, put spaghetti up first. Okay. This is the sound check part two. The reckoning. The reckoning of sound. And one more time, Clay, would you please give me a hiya? I don't know that it'll be good for a sound check. Okay. Welcome to our new show, Obsessed, a show where we talk about whatever it is we're currently obsessed with. I'm Caitlin Palmer. I'm Clay. And we're Obsessed. obsessed. Clay, I am as happy as a little clam, and can you guess why? (laughs) Is it because it's Halloween time? And today was only regular hot. It wasn't b- deep hot. Hot, hot, hot. It was just. I don't know that that's the correct term. No, it's not. Let's start over. <laughs> no, you have to keep it now. You no, b- it's embarrassing. You know, I said b- deep in an interview with uh, Victoria Shade, and I think Victoria Shade's amazing. And I was embarrassed, but then she loved it, and now we're best friends. Yay! Okay, well, then I guess everything's <laughs> fine. Every, so everything worked out in the end. So we are podcasting from home today, and I was so excited that I wrapped myself up in this Halloween blanket, but I think that it's just a little too hot for that. Hot, hot, hot! Yeah, so here we are. Uh, Clay, how's it going? Baba Yaga, great. People loved it. Did they, you, you've heard from the people that I've loved it? heard from the people. I know the people. Okay. I know our audience. As long as you've got your ear to the ground, I guess. I've got my ear to the ground. I should make a confession. Oh, yeah? I literally, until just now, did not even think about having a, like, a opening story to talk about. Well, that's, oh, that's okay. Well, it's, so we're doing something special for a Halloween. You know, we like creepy stuff. Uh, we talk about obsessions and mostly cryptids. But we're like, you know, it's October, it's Halloween. Let's do something a little more fun. <laughs> Although this topic is kind of not fun. <laughs> yeah. But Halloween is fun. Yeah, I was going to say your topic is, from what I know anyway. The, the reason you're doing it is for a fun reason. It is, because... <laughs> the story itself is not super fun. Yeah, no, fun. the story itself is dork. So, everyone knows for 29 years, we have waited for Hocus Pocus 2. Clay has never seen Hocus Pocus. I have never seen Beetlejuice. We're going to have to remedy this ASAP, because it's not okay. Should I do one on Beetlejuice? You should. Okay, so, so spoiler alert... We're going to talk about witches, bitches. Although we kind of talked about witches last time. We did, but this is a different kind of witch. And I went back and forth on whether or not I was going to do this topic because we did just do Baba Yaga or you did Baba Yaga. I just kind of like, uh-huh. You were there when I and, did Baba Yeah, Yaga. I was there when you did Baba Yaga. But, but Hocus Pocus 2 is trending. It, Hocus Pocus 2 is trending and it's pretty good. Like, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Wait, you already see it? Yeah, bitch, I watched it. <laughs> so... Because Clay has never seen it, I'm going to give you a little summary about Hocus Pocus, the first one. Okay. 300 years ago, the Sanderson sisters stole the lives of the children of Salem. It is said that their stone fence, which still stands today, holds the bones of over 100 children. The townsfolk were getting wise to all the missing children, and who better to blame than the witches who lived in the woods? Winifred, the oldest and wisest sister, 
found a spell that would give them eternal youth. After all, ladies don't care to discuss their age. They made a mistake when they lured Emily Binks to their cottage. The potion was brewed and all that was left was to force it down the child's throat. Then the sisters could steal her life force and become young and beautiful once more. What they didn't count on was Thackeray Binks. Emily's brother was watching the whole thing. He jumped in to save Emily, but not before the sisters drained her of her youth and thus her life. Still, this angered the sisters. How to punish this foolish boy? Death would be too easy, no. Winifred had something much more sinister in mind. Your punishment, she proclaimed, will not be to die, but to live forever with your guilt. Twist the bones and bend the back. Itchitacopitamalacumbistica. Trim him of his baby fat. Itchitacopitamagicomistica. Give him fur black as black, just like that. And so the young man was transformed into a black cat, cursed to live forever. The villagers stormed the cottage and found the lifeless Emily, but Thackeray was nowhere to be found. The sisters were hanged for their crime that very night, but not before cursing the town one last time. On All Hallows' Eve, when the moon is round, a virgin will summon us from under the ground. As the lifeless witches swayed from the tree, a lone black cat made a promise to himself. He would guard the witch's hut and make sure nobody would ever summon this evil again. For 300 years, he watched and waited until some brat from LA moves to Salem and summons the sisters back to life. And so begins the beloved Disney movie, Hocus Pocus. Wait, so their whole thing was to, okay, turn him into a cat, but mm-hmm. also make him immortal. Yes, because to live forever is worse what than to die. What a shitty curse. So I don't know that it's really spoiler alerts because the movie's almost as old as me, but at what point the cat gets run over by a car and he just, like, re- reflates and comes back to life. And he's like, oh, man, I hate when that happens. That's not as bad, though, as if he just couldn't die and then he just had to live with broken bones forever. That's true. We're going to have to talk to Winifred Sanderson There's about a difference that. between immortality and indestructibility. Mm. Also, the beginning of this plot actually sounds like the plot of Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> yes. Why Gruntilda does- steals Banjo's younger sister and steals her... Life force to become sexy, Gruntilda. I used to get scared, like when I would die in Banjo Kazooie, and then it would show like her turn into the little gremlin thing, and then there's like sexy Gruntilda, right. and, and I was always, like, yeah, yes, actual quote from the game. Yeah, we might get copyright for that. <laughs> yeah, right. So, fun fact: before we get started in all the dark, shit, it was the same animatronic cat who played Salem in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Was also Thackeray Banks. What the? Was he animatronic or was a puppet? He was, well, they used both. Okay. They used both. Um, And then some scenes, it's a real cat. You know, movie magic, movie magic. Yeah, movie magic. (laughs) So, it's an amazing movie. One of my favorites. And now, 29 years later, we finally have a sequel. I was really living my best life the other day when I had a Hocus Pocus marathon while eating David Bowie M&M's and snuggling with the animals. They're not actually David Bowie M&M's, but you know how they did the M&M's with the album covers? Nope. Okay, well, they did that. And they had the David Bowie Aladdin saying, and I got two packs of M&M because I'm a fat ass. Do they they have a 
uh, a version with Metallica's Reload album cover on it? No, but I wish they did. <laughs> I'd buy the crap out of that. People who know, know. If you know, you know. I-Y-K-Y-K. Ick-yick. Ick-yick? Ick-yick. If you know, I don't you know. like that. So the movie Hocus Pocus, although it is set in Salem, does not actually talk about the real Salem witch trials. Instead, it opts for the much more palatable story of the Sanderson sisters and their curse. But the real events that did happen in Salem were not so whimsical and musical. What happened in Salem was really a, a tragedy. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so there's so much to the Salem witch trials, and some accounts differ. So for time's sake, I don't have every single thing, but I've done my best to kind of hit the, the high points, the most important parts. So before we get started, Clay, so there's Salem Village and there's Salem Town. So Salem Village is present day Danvers, Massachusetts. That's where things like actually happened. Gotcha. Salem Not- Salem, what we know today, was Salem Town. Salem Village was mostly poor farmers, and Salem Town was more of a prosperous port area. They did a lot of trading with London and stuff. They were mostly Puritans. If you don't believe in God or the supernatural, you were an outcast. Religion was a massive part of Salem. Let's jump in our little time machine and go back to 1926. I'm sorry, night. Shit. Oh, no, you punched in the wrong year. Oh, God. Where are we? Okay, now I fixed it. I fixed you don't it. have the place right either. We're under the ocean. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a megalodon. You know what, Clay? I hate to do this to you, but we're going to have to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, this is Shay, and I want to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy, Cooking with Shay. I make vegan eating easy and fun. Check it out on Pet Candy TV. Okay, so now we're, okay, I fixed the time machine, so now we're in 1692. It's really kind of like cold and dreary. The vibes aren't good here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like it here. But it's 1692. Two little girls, Elizabeth Paris, who is nine years old, and Abigail Williams, who is 11. Uh, They were the daughter and niece of Mr. Paris, who we'll find out later is a very important person. Started displaying some concerning behavior. They would throw themselves on the floor and utter nonsense words, bark like a dog, and contort their bodies in unusual ways. Which just kind of sounds like an episode of Bluey to me. I had a wrong impression about this show. (laughs) About Bluey? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's about the sandwich trials. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense now. Yeah, right? The local doctor's diagnosis? Bewitchment. Clearly, these children were possessed by demons. Naturally. Anyone who's ever met a child knows that these are all just normal things they freaking do. Yeah, children are demons. Yeah, no, children are demons. I mean, they weren't wrong. There's no excising them from the rest of themselves. <laughs> So, on February 29th, under pressure from the magistrates, Jonathan Corwin and John Hawthorne, the girls blamed three women for afflicting them. Tituba, the Paris's Caribbean slave, Sarah Good, a homeless beggar, and Sarah Osborne, an elderly, impoverished woman, says the Smithsonian Magazine. 
So all three of these women were brought before the magistrates. Both Sarahs pleaded innocence. They were good Christian women. Tichaba, however, admitted to the charges. She said that she signed the dark book and she told vivid tales of black dogs, red cats, yellow birds, and other kind of witchy symbols. She implicated other women and accused them of also practicing the black arts. Pause real quick. So some things that were not taken into consideration about Tichaba, she was a woman of color and she was more likely than not tortured to get a confession. And that's kind of a thing about torture, actually, mm-hmm. is that it doesn't really work. No. I, I, someone will tell you anything to get it to stop. And if you're looking for something until you find something, you're going to find misinformation. And that's almost exactly what I have written here. History's oh. shown us that under duress, immense pain, humiliation, people will say all kinds of things just to make it stop. All three women were jailed. And so began the mass hysteria that would become the infamous Salem Witch Trials. You could be accused of witchcraft for literally anything, even allegedly slamming a door. Wow. Right. (laughs) I knew things like reading books. Yes, reading books. Having opinions. Whoa. (laughs) Clay. Or owning land that someone else wanted. Whoa. Well, you can do those things because you're a white man. So you're fine. I can say men were accused of witchcraft. They were. They less, were. Less there was common actually, than women because it, it was. women could literally do anything to be no, Well, you know, they're like, I don't know. You're being hysterical. And I'm like, I'll show you hysterical. And then it's like, she's a witch. She's I was going to say, there was like a actually good family guy joke about it where it's like a girl solves a math problem. Yeah. Witch. Witch. But don't worry. Just admit that you're a witch. Tell the authorities who else was a witch repent and you're good fam yeah it's kind of like a game of tag yeah where someone has to be it someone has to be it someone has to be it you would confess to being a witch don't give them a name dead right if you didn't admit to being a witch you were almost certainly found guilty and hanged and your good name was stripped away you couldn't be buried like in a christian plot it was this whole i mean it was awful it was really bad. But if you were you like, uh, just, yeah, I'm I I am in league with with the devil. We're BFFs. Talked to him the other day, getting coffee on Thursday. And then they're like, Oh yeah, we'll stop it. Also, who else is a witch? There's never yeah. just one. And it's like, you know what? This lady would she did say something kind of mean about me. It was definitely she is a hundred percent a witch. Yeah, who would say something mean about you? I know. Has to be possessed by Satan himself. Aww. That's very nice of you, but I feel like... Oh, no, I was playing a part. I wasn't talking about you. Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I can appreciate your honesty. But yeah, uh, deny the charges, face public hanging. So when we think about witches, we kind of think about them being burned at the stake. That's a largely European thing. Here in the States, we hang our witches. You know what I'm saying? Which is funny because the whole, like point behind the burning is like there were specific ways to kill a witch. Right. But and it apparently was to you cleanse can, their souls. Yeah, apparently you can just kill a witch any old way. Yeah, as long as they're dead, it's fine. You gotta like drown her in a river by tying rocks to her ankles. Right. If she lives, she's a witch and we'll hang her. Right. If she dies, then she wasn't a witch. Right. She was innocent. And our bad. Yeah, oops, my bad. <laughs> but we had to be sure. Yeah, no, I mean, it was for the good of the people. But most of the accused were women of lower socioeconomic status, or just people who were not often seen in church. So the theme of the day was fit in or die, bitch. 
<laughs> yeah, not much has changed. Yeah. Accusations of witchcraft spread like wildfire. Martha Corey was a well-known loyal member of the church. She even faced charges. So if she could be a witch, anyone could be a witch. Her husband, Giles Corey, was like, WTF, no, my wife is not a witch. She's old and frail and a good godly woman in every way. He was then questioned himself and asked to enter a plea. Guilty or innocent? He refused to enter a plea at all. Likely because if he did so and was convicted, which would almost certainly happen, he would lose all his rights to his land and therefore leave nothing behind for his family because the, the state would take away your stuff. And then, like, your family has no inheritance. So that's believed to be the reason why he wouldn't enter a plea either way, because they can't try you if you do not plea. I don't think that holds up anymore. It does not. <laughs> but in order to move on with the trial, he had to enter a plea, but he stayed strong and he was tortured. He was crushed by stones. They would add more and more weight until finally, after two days, he, his, he was crushed and he died. This is that famous scene. It's in a lot of the movies where he's like, more stones or like more weight. Because they're like, are you are you a witch? And he was like, more stones. Oh, it's Sarah Good. Her daughter was four years old. Her name was Dorothy Good. She was jailed. The four-year-old was jailed. Questioned and her little mild little replies were deemed as a confession. Yeah. Well, you know how kids are if you're like, is mommy a walrus? They'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just to reply. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, do it's, you want a spanking? Yeah, because they don't, and they haven't learned no yet. Right. Or they're like, no. It's like, uh, is mom not a witch? No. See? Yeah. But children, we all know, children are notorious for saying crazy shit. I love when kids curse. It's my favorite. Sarah Good gave birth in jail. Oh, yeah, by the way, she was pregnant. Very cool. Yeah. But the child did not survive. She was later hanged. And little Dorothy Good, the four-year-old, she was also accused of witchcraft. So that's very cool. Very cool. Very cool, Puritans. Love white people. Deputy Governor Thomas Danforth and his entourage began attending the hearings, and shit got even realer. Dozens of people were brought in for questioning. It was like... Crazy, Like, she looked at me funny. Definitely a witch. Smithsonian Magazine says, On May 27, 1692, Governor William Phipps ordered the establishment of a special court of oyer, which means to hear, and terminer to decide for Suffolk, Essex, and Middlesex counties. The first case brought to the... Sex. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the first case brought to the special court was Bridget Bishop, an older woman who was known for her gossipy habits and promiscuity. When she asked if she committed witchcraft, Bishop responded, I am as innocent as the child unborn. The defense must not have been convincing because she was found guilty. Damn. And on June 10th, she became the first person hanged on what was later called Gallows Hill. Cotton Mather was a local minister. You probably remember him from the show Salem, which mm -hmm. is loosely based on right, the actual yeah. Salem witch trials. The historical Cotton Mather was actually pretty pretty okay. He was a pretty cool guy. He implored the court to stop allowing spectral evidence to be entered. After all, was that truly evidence? Because people would be like, I see demons! 
And it's like, okay. (laughs) All right, well, where are they? All right, where are they? Who who, who did it? It was Sarah Good, wasn't it? It was Sarah Good. No. Just just say her name. That's all you got to do. Just say her you name. You don't even have to say it was her. Just say her name. I'll give you $5 if you accuse somebody of witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what the hell is a dollar? Right. <laughs> I feel like people haven't had time to pee. I don't want anybody to pee themselves. Oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. I love my fur babies so much, but when they're stressed out, it makes me stressed out. Mine hate loud noises like thunderstorms and fireworks, and sometimes they just don't want to be left home alone. To help keep your dogs calm in moments of stress, use Brave Paws Anxiety and Stress Support Chewables for dogs. These plant-based chewables promote calm behavior with natural ingredients that have been clinically studied. Did I mention they're fast-acting and non-drowsy? I especially love that the natural ingredients are sustainably sourced. How cool is that? Want to learn more? Check out mybravepaws.com. Your dog will be happy you did. It had gotten to the point where people were just acting crazy in church, saying they were being afflicted or pinched, and it was absolutely the workings of a witch. Well, we all know when people get together and they kind of start acting out, People are stupid. (laughs) One time in high school, I got dared to like trip and everyone thought it was the funniest shit. And I'm like, why did I do that? I once convinced a mutual friend of ours to uh, dress up almost like an aviation pilot uh, with the goggles from our chemistry class and one of like the protective capes or whatever, uh, the aprons worn as a cape and uh, fold up a paper airplane and light it on fire and throw it across the room. I remember you telling me that. he. Um, it was amazing how immediately, as soon as he let go of the paper airplane, he felt just disgust at himself and remorse. Like, it was instantaneous. As soon as he let go of it, he'd, like, put his face in his palms and was just shaking his head like, why did I do that? He's like, I'll never get into college. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's that power of suggestion. People dare you to do stupid shit, and you're trying to fit in. And before you know it, you're you're lighting a paper airplane on fire, and you're throwing it across the church, and you're being called a witch. Getting just, in trouble for the first time in his life, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I was like that. This I is could, like high school. Dang. He's <laughs> a very good kid, Aww. and I convinced him to do some very dumb things. Clay, you are always bringing out the worst. The, <laughs> the worst in people. In people. And the best. But the court deemed the idea of not entering spectral evidence, that was nonsense. And they just continued to hang more people based on accusations and hearsay. Cotton's father, whose name was Increase Mather, which is a super cool name, by the way. You say increase? Increase. So, like, more Mather than my son. Yeah. My son is a watered-down version of Yeah, his son is Decrease Mather. (laughs) Yeah, like, he's just less Mather. You know, the the Mather makes the poison. His father, Mather's complete. Yeah. (laughs) His third and final form. Right. Well, it's like a Pokemon, you know. The best ones have three forms. No, they don't. The best ones have two. But anyway, so cool name. We love we love the name Increase. He was the president of Harvard at the time. Harvard mm. existed back then. And agreed with his son. He said, It were better that ten suspected witches should escape than one innocent person be condemned. I seem to agree with the Mather clan. When Governor Phipps' own wife was charged, 
He decided maybe the Mathers were <laughs> onto something. You know, after spectral evidence was no longer allowed, the number of convictions decreased drastically. Interesting. At least 200 people were accused. But some were just kind of never followed up on. Like, people would point their fingers and say, oh, she's a witch. But they just never really pursued it. But over well, they were. I was going to say, they were busy. They were busy. So they were like, next week, you. Next week, we'll hold interrogation. Yeah. Where you will confess you're a witch or we'll kill you. Right. Yeah, pretty much. And then after you confess you're a witch, we'll probably kill you. Right. By the time it was all said and done, there were 20 deaths. 19 were convicted and executed. And then one person was tortured to death but did not confess, and that was Giles Corey. There were also four people who died in prison awaiting trial. So they never got the chance to be hanged because they died in prison. Because this is the 1600s, and everything is ass. <laughs> yeah. So here are a few signs, Clay, that you might be a witch. Okay. Uh, witch cakes. Sounds lovely. It's not. Oh, witch cake. They would take the urine of the suspected witch... And they would mix it with some kind of grain and bake it and make a little a little piss cake. And uh, If it tasted like piss, you were a witch. Right. <laughs> well, they would feed it to a dog, which, that's not nice, guys. Don't do that. Uh, but they would feed it to a dog. Here, eat this woman's piss. Yeah. Here, eat this piss cake. <laughs> eat this piss cake. <laughs> so, if the dog ate it and convulsed, like had seizures or blah, 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 uh, you're a witch. Usually got, the dog... Got pancreatitis from yeah, eating a right, shit ton of... <laughs> right? Like, oh man, the urine levels in your dog's blood are way too high. <laughs> we don't actually check for urine levels in blood, everybody. That was a joke. Well, most people aren't eating, you know, piss cakes. That's disgusting, right? But sometimes the dog would be fine because dogs, especially at this time, kind of ate whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were fine. And I'm wondering if the dog threw up into the... Was that considered convulsing? What classifies as convulsing? If the dog scratches a flea, is it convulsing? Yes, probably. So, yeah, they probably did by those. Again, when you're looking for something. You're going to find it. Exactly. I don't know. He shaked his head. Couldn't be these ancient ear mites. Oh, sorry. I forgot. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, if the dog convulsed, you were a witch. If the dog didn't convulse and was fine, you're probably still a witch. Almost certainly. Still a witch. Then there were witch treats, which also sounds nice and lovely, uh, but it's not. So it it's would made be... made with dookie. Yeah, made with dookie. But it would be any kind Why of... that voice? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Very tired. It's been a long day. So Very Shrekian. Very Shrekian. But any a witch treat was any kind of weird spot. So it could be a mole or a freckle. Areas of the body that are sensitive. Ah, uh, yes, where the witches familiar would suckle upon yeah. for nourishment. I just forgot they were called witch treats. I thought maybe they were called witch teats. I did too, and I I don't think that was a error, but I could be wrong. <laughs> you maybe Microsoft Word like autocorrect. She's like, maybe so. there's well, no was- way she meant to type teat. Yeah, no, I think it was I think it was Bailey Sarian who called it witch treats because it was kind of a joke, like because I'm thinking, ooh, Halloween candy. And I was thinking about all of my M&Ms, and then I was like, mm, witch treats. But then, yeah, like you said, witch cheats. Yeah. Anyway, weird body nipples. Yeah, weird body nipples. Ointments. If you had ointment in your home, absolutely you were a witch. Poultice? Mm-mm. Don't have that do, here. Couldn't do that. Any kind of ointment, poultice, witchcraft. Books about tarot or palmistry, 
I mean, that is kind of witchy. But it's, yeah, it probably shouldn't have that. Yeah, probably shouldn't have that in the 1600s. In the 1600s. Uh, but pretty benign. I would have 1,000% been hanged as a witch because I have a ton of crystals. A bunch of shiny rocks. Bunch of shiny rocks. But why? Why was this such a thing? Well, mass hysteria, obviously. I think people were just bored. I think so, too. There, there wasn't TV back then. No. <laughs> they couldn't, like, blow off steam any other and you way. And you couldn't have sex. Yeah, and everything. Would definitely go If there hell. were a Puritan culture, then there would, nothing you could do wasn't a sin. That's if true. If it was even remotely enjoyable. Right. It's like, well, that's a sin. That's a sin. Except for killing people is apparently not a sin because they did a lot of that, so... Well, that's a mission from God. So scientists have now found that there might be a fungal reason. I know how much you love fungi, so I wanted to make sure I talked about this. Yeah, thanks. Cool. You're welcome. Clay loves mushrooms. They're his favorite. So wheat and rye were two of the main crops that were consumed daily at this time. It's believed that there is a fungus called ergot. It's known to ca- cause ergotism, which is muscle spasms, a uh, Days, demeanor, manic symptoms, tremors, paralysis, hallucinations, etc. It's also a component of LSD. So maybe these bitches were tripping balls. <laughs> I say, I think I heard once about that ergot also being a uh, possible explanation for like the dancing Were- sickness. Yeah, the dancing sickness, uh, possibly werewolves. I mean, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of things that ergot has been attributed to. It's a component LSD, we just said, but more likely, this was just an easy way to get rid of undesirable people and paranoia and mob mentality. Mob mentality will do some stuff. Most of the women that were blaming each other had some kind of tiff in the past. I mean, if you live in like a village or a town or whatever, back then everyone knew each other. Absolutely. Half, half the time you were all gathered in one building at least once a week. Right. And if you weren't in that building, oh, you were definitely a witch. Yeah. Most definitely. And by the way, the uh, I kind of skipped around a little bit with the people. Don't at me. According to the Smithsonian Magazine, following the trials and executions, many involved, like Judge Samuel Sewell, publicly comp- confessed to error and guilt. On January 14th, 1697, The general court ordered a day of fasting and soul-searching for the tragedy in Salem. In 1702, the court declared the trials unlawful, and in 1711, the colony passed a bill restoring the rights and good names of those accused and granted 600 pounds restitution to their heirs. However, it was not until 1957, more than 250 years later, that Massachusetts formally apologized for the events of 1692. The families of the victims fought to have their good names restored, and it finally happened. 300 years later, the state of Massachusetts exonerated them and publicly proclaimed their innocence. Uh, We probably shouldn't have eaten all that Indian food. Uh, We're going to be right back. We're going to go to the bathroom. Excuse us. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, I want to tell you about my new show, Simply Pets with Shannon Gregoire. We talk about pets, life, love, and everything in between with the coolest people on the planet. 
Don't miss out on the fun. Check it out on a podcast platform of your choice. In 1992, on the 300th anniversary of the Salem Witch Trials, a memorial was built, and it was dedicated by none other than Elie Wiesel. Elie Wiesel is a uh, famous Holocaust survivor and wrote the book Night, and it's very intense. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't know who that was, so you said said the name with, like, such such uh, gusto as if, like, I would shit my pants. Clay can't read... It's kind of an embarrassing thing for him. He doesn't know how to read. <laughs> so he doesn't read books. I don't like books. I love books. But Night is a very tragic, very personal firsthand account of the Holocaust. And it's a very, I don't want to say it's good, like, oh, that's such a good book. <laughs> but like, it's written so well and it's so interesting. And also, I uh, don't know if you know about a little play called The Crucible. No. Clay. I, I'm don't, we I definitely also, read it in Miss Bean's class. I don't. A thousand percent. I didn't I remember have Miss Bean. <laughs> well, Miss High Notes class also read. Okay. It sounds vaguely familiar, so but Crucible, like many things I learned in high school. The Crucible is a play and it's also a movie, uh, but it is based on the Salem Witch Trials and it was written by. Hold on while I look it up. <laughs> yeah, Arthur Miller. You research in real time. Yes. You, Arthur Miller. Okay, I thought it was Arthur Miller. heard the clicking of her fingernails. No, you didn't. Shh. No, you didn't. So, I could, it, was, it was Arthur Miller, but I was like, is it Arthur? What's his last name? It's Arthur Miller. Well, he wrote The Crucible, and The Crucible is about the Salem Witch Trials, and it's um, very boring, except for the line where someone was having an affair, and the quote is, he clutched at my back and sweated like a stallion. <laughs> and that has always okay, stayed Okay, I with do me. remember now. Right? Because we all had a good chuckle at that. Yes! It's the only thing I remember. Next time I see Miss Bean, because she comes to the vet clinic, I'm going to be like, hey, remember the Crucible? And she'll be like, yeah, the crucible. And I'll be like, he clutched at my back and sweated like a stallion. <laughs> you be like, guess what? I used that knowledge for the first time in my life since learning. <laughs> I finally found a use for it. You said I would. You, you said I would. You always <laughs> believed in me. But Salem today embraces their witchy past. And this is a place that's dedicated to the memory of the victims. Most places with a dark past try to kind of make it go away or sugarcoat it. But not Salem. There's a red line on the ground, on the pavement, that if you follow it, it'll take you to all the historic Salem sites. The memorial is solemn because the actual location of the graves is unknown. So the memorial also serves as a grave site. Remember, they were hanged as witches. They did not get a formal burial. They did not get a Christian service. Yeah. We don't know where these people are actually buried. Yeah, they might not have been buried at all. They could have just got kind of thrown to... Into the woods. Right, right. So this memorial serves... It's it's treated like their grave. Right. People leave flowers and coins and rocks and just all kinds of little little offerings for them. Things that would have been seen as witchcraft. Right. Too long ago. Absolutely. And after you get done there, you can go buy a crystal. I bet there's a coffee shop in that town called the Witch's Brew. If there's not, I'm going to be really upset. Like, I guarantee that's a oh, thing. Oh, almost certainly. Just knowing how tourism is. Oh, we're going to have to look that up. But yeah, no, definitely. There has to be. There has to be. So, when you first go to this memorial, there are stones with quotes from the accused, such as, 
More stones. More stones. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a whole bunch Would of Would it be messed stones. up to leave stones at that guy's grave? Pro- well, probably. Well, okay. Well, we're going to talk about him in just a minute. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, like me, if I was crushed up by stones, I'd see the human. I would think yeah. it was funny. Yeah, put, put stones in my grave. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I would have more stones like etched into it, but I would want crystals. This whole thing was a big F you to them anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Screw those guys. They suck. <laughs> but at the beginning, we so when you go up to the memorial, there are stones like on the ground uh, that have quotes from the accused, such as, for my life is now in your hands. I am no witch. God knows I am innocent. Oh, Lord, help me. Some of their sentences are cut off by a wall as a symbol of the indifference of those who accused them. There are benches with the victims' names inscribed on them. Their names are Bridget Bishop, Sarah Good, Elizabeth Howe, Susanna Martin, Rebecca Nurse, Sarah Wilders, George Burroughs, Martha Carrier, John Willard, George Jacob Sr., John Proctor, Alice Parker, Mary Parker, Anne Prudiator, Wilmot Red, Margaret Scott, Samuel Wardwell, Marcia Corey, Mary Eastie, Giles Corey. Do you think there was a Sarah Bad? Almost certainly. <laughs> and she had a mustache. Oh, definitely. <laughs> she definitely had a mustache. And she was the only one that was actually, actually a witch. Actually a witch, yeah. And every, she was like, yeah. And she then only, she would like curl her mustache. Yeah, she only used her witch powers to grow a mustache, though. So well, that's all she did. I mean, she really was a very harmless. benevolent witch. The, the bad in her last name was that she was kind of a bad witch. She was, she not was very a bad good. witch. She just wasn't good at witching. Yeah. She wasn't really good at anything. Oh, no. It's the tragedy of Sarah Bad. <laughs> Sarah Bad. Poor Sarah she Bad. She couldn't even get accused of witchcraft. I know. She tried so hard. She was like, like I'm, I'm a witch. I have no, books. No, I know you're not. I have books. <laughs> I know how to read. One plus one equals two. <laughs> I got two red shawls. Yeah. Slut. But each of those names, that's the name of a person who was wrongly executed. They had their good name tarnished. They left behind grieving families. They left behind many children. Some of these women had 11 children. Yeah, it's not really uncommon for the time. It's not. Now, how it's... many of those children made it to 15? <laughs> mm, well, that was uncommon <laughs> for the time. If it was still 11, that's an impressive number. Right? Many of their ancestors still honor their memory today. The place where Giles Corey was pressed to death is now the Howard Street Cemetery, but the actual specific location within this cemetery is unknown. He's not buried there. Hmm. We really don't know where he was buried because none of them got a, a good burial. The old jail where all these people were held is now a luxury apartment. Can you imagine <laughs> living there? I really thought it was going to be something else. Like, yeah, no, uh, it's an apartment. Like you can, You can go live there. <laughs> and it's a luxury apartment, and it's expensive AF, and it's haunted AF as well. Proctor's Ledge. So, we had said Gallows Hill. For the longest time, we thought Gallows Hill was where the gallows were, right? Right. That well, makes sense. Uh, apparently, historians have found that the true location is actually what we know as Proctor's Ledge. That's the, the actual location of the hangings. There's not a way to know the exact location, but most historians kind of agree it's more likely Proctor's Ledge, and it's now a memorial park. And it's kind of right off the road. It's on kind of like a busy street, so it's a little harder to get there. 
but I recently found out that there were three sisters who were believed to be the inspiration for the Sanderson sisters, although they were based very loosely, <laughs> just in that they were three sisters who were all accused of witchcraft. But what can we learn from this? It's a frustrating story. So many people say how I wish I could go back in time and save them, but my ass would have been hanged for witchcraft immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, immediately. Not everyone shares the same beliefs, and that's okay. I hope we never go back to these ways, and kudos to Salem for their respectful memorial. Uh, last but not least is a quote I found that's been heavy on my noggin. Thanks, Bailey Sarian. That's what she does in her videos. She's like, it's a true crime story that's been heavy on my noggin. I'll never be her. <laughs> God, she's amazing. But... Who knows why we were taught to fear the witches and not those who burned them alive? Janice Ian. I don't think any witches ever burned anyone alive. Certainly they didn't burn as many people alive as people who burned witches alive. Oh, absolutely not. It's a little, little bit about the Salem witch trials, Clay. Okay. It's kind of sad. I like Hocus Pocus better. <laughs> it's a little bit a little easier. It's more palatable. More palatable. It's yeah. more palatable. But for real, though, everybody, can we just talk about how great Brave Paws is? We got a free sample. We did. We're going to be completely transparent with you. We did. We got some free stuff, and it works. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Like, I'm not going to lie. You get this stuff, and it's, it doesn't really seem like a typical pet treat, right? Right. But we gave it to our pets, and they gobbled them right up. They do. <laughs> they do. And it's nice because it's like you give so many pills per pound so you don't have to buy like three different sizes you know our little guy gets a half of one our big one gets three right yeah. and he loves it he takes them like a treat now being plant-based you're kind of like ooh, are they gonna like it right that's what i'm saying it's, it's like it's dry and sort of leafy and it like i said it just doesn't normally when you get a pet treat it's kind of like moist and squishy mm -hmm. and, but you, you know, know they don't usually eat those i found well that's because ours are extremely picky which is why it was so surprising they ate these exactly all it, and we, we got we got more than one dog. We're going to be for real with y'all. But uh, they eat it. And they eat it well. Yeah, and it worked. It does. We live in the Deep South, a.k.a. Satan's armpit. And it storms and rains at least once a week. Like, at least once a week, we're under some kind of watch. Like, a hurricane watch, that's a Tuesday. And our dogs are weenies. So, when it starts, like, with the lightning and the rain and everything, mm -hmm. they freak out. So they do. They do. We, we really put these to the test. Right. And I did not think that they would work like they did. Exactly. As well as they do. And this is a non-prescription. You don't have to go to the vet and get it. It's not going to knock them out. It's not a sedative. It's just a calming support. And it does. We had lightning hit very close to our Within house. a mile. It rattled yeah. our windows. It was scary. I was even scared. I love bad weather. And we gave everybody their happy pills and <laughs> they put their brave paws on and everybody laid down and went to sleep and it was fun. Yeah. So like we don't have to do this part of the commercial, right? No. Like we've done the ad read and we've goofed around, but like this is, we wouldn't lie to you. We would we at would least not. not record this part if, exactly. if it didn't work and we didn't actually. Exactly. And we're both in the an animal industry and we have been for years and years. So we would not tell you about a product if we did not believe in it ourselves. Yeah, it absolutely worked for us. So maybe it'll work for you. Go check it out. MyBravePaws.com. Go put your brave paws on. Brave paws. 
give your pet the courage they need to weather the storm. I, have you ever heard this? I heard that one of the reasons why the Salem Witch Trials stopped is because someone accused uh, a dude basically halfway across the country and he sent them a letter back saying he would sue them if they kept slandering his name. And they're like, oh, and, <laughs> and that's how that's one of the, the things that one of the main components that brought the Salem Witch Trials to a halt. And that was, was Omar's great, 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 <laughs> great, 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 great grandfather. Might be too many greats. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I always think that's funny anyway, because I can see that happening. Like, right? oh, they got money involved. Never mind. Yeah, no, never mind. Like, lives. Pfft, never whatever. mind. He wasn't a witch. I was just kidding. Yeah, I was <laughs> joshing you. I was joshing you. I was having a little fun. You just have a little fun. Just I was know. pulling your leg since we talked about hangings. Yeah. And you know, hangings, that's where that, that saying pulling your leg comes from, because sometimes people wouldn't die. They wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't break their neck. And. Sometimes it was the victim's family who would come and kind yeah, of they pull were on they their were leg. allowed to come yeah and to help kind of try to you. help help you die because you're just like <laughs> that's horrible. So um, Clay, end us on a palate cleanser. Okay, slam in the back of my Dracula. If you know, you know. Dig through the witches and slam Hopefully. in the back of my Dracula. Oh God! Hopefully, our editor will remove our sins from this plane of existence. No, he's probably just going to hang us instead. So, Clay, what are you going to talk about next time? I don't know yet. Okay, well. Uh, I was really, I was going to do uh, Hocus Pocus. Bullshit. <laughs> do not bleep me. That's bullshit. <laughs> the people must hear. The people must know. Do you hear the people? Oh, shit? Again. Oh, I got a couple of good ones. Yeah? Yeah, I think I could do. I think we're going to have a little bit of a theme, at least for these October episodes. Yeah, so. it's kind of, it's spooky season. It's spooky we are, season. We are here. Maybe I should do Beetlejuice. Oh, do Beetlejuice. I mean, you know, it's a movie. I don't everything. I don't know. I've never seen Beetlejuice. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of supernatural elements there. Uh, yeah. I know. I know there's a black and white striped snake. I think it's a worm, actually. Oh, is he a worm? Pretty sure. Cool. Okay, everybody. Well, we love you, and we're so proud of you for whatever you've done this week. Uh, Thank you for being here. We love you. Stay spooky. It's Pet Candy. Pet Candy. Pet Candy. It's Pet Candy Radio.